know you needed. This is the Swinging Soulmates Podcast with your host, Mondo and Sativa. Please relax, unwind, and come play with us and our guest co-host as we candidly share our personal experiences and erotic escapades in the lifestyle. Motivated by passion and purpose, our goal is to create a community that allows themselves to be educated and entertained through the tales of the swinging soulmates. Mondo and Sativa are not medical professionals, yet we are a happily married couple of 19 years and in the LMS for 10. We have a deep, unwavering commitment to our marriage and to holding a space in normalizing and redefining the concept of relationships and monogamy. The Swinging Soulmate strives to be a resource and inspiration to others. So subscribe, put a reoccurring play date on your calendar, and come along with us as we journey deep into our lives as Swinging Soulmates. Hello, 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 everyone. Welcome back to Soulmates and Swingers. This is your girl, Sativa, and of course, my extra sexy BDE having hubby. Mondo. BDE? No oh, energy. Big, big energy. <laughs> hello, how's it going? Yes. So we've missed you all. Um, we've had some great things happened to us recently, and uh, we'll do- go ahead and talk about them in the top of the show. But before I begin, I do want to remind you all to like, subscribe, you know, um, share a comment, hit us up, follow on all social media. And I think it's safe for us to make an announcement. What do you think, Abby? Yeah. Yes. Right. So we are now a part of the Full Swap Radio family. So you will be able to, of course, find us at any places you've always found us. But now we are part of a family that's really going to kind of help to get our message out and um, bring that education and that inspiration and that motivation to others far and wide. So thank you so much for this opportunity and, um, you know, cheer it up for us. You know, I'm cheering it up. Um, I'm excited. Hopefully it uh, works out very well for the podcast and everyone involved. Yes. And not only um, is Soulmates and Swingers on Full Swamp Radio, but you will also be able to find Minaj with the Mary Jane Maven, My Cannabis Lifestyle um, Wellness Education Podcast. Um, you know, everything that comes along with it, all the the debauchery and all of the very, no, the Mary Jane-ness of it. Um, but today, before I go any further, I do want to let you guys all know that we have an open guest. If you are a loyal listener, then you've heard about this gentleman before and how much he, you know, is a part of our fam um, and somebody that I've learned a lot from over the past year. And it is our handsome my handsome hubby number two, Wolfie. Say hello. 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 Just strictly off the voice. And then once everything else starts, you're going to fall in love with his personality and his charm um, and his wit. And- oh, stop it. Stop it. 
you know, it's all true. It's all true. Everybody that listens, they know that I'm not blowing, you know, blowing stacks up your ass or what is it? Blowing smoke. There you go. That's yeah. But, but by the way, you smoke. can blow smoke up my ass if you want to. Okay. And stacks probably, right? You know, right. try everything more than once. Sure. Um, not once, but more than once. I'll try right. everything once, something, mm -hmm. most things twice. No, no. Try everything. everything once and most things twice. Hobby number one was right. Yes, but, like I, but I'm but i going to shorten it for you to try everything more sure. than once. Actually, the, I, I always say that you only live this life once. You should try everything. I like it. And look at him. He doesn't even know what we do. And he's helping with the transitions here. So that actually kind of covers what this episode is about. Um, it is your little little inner voice and kind of what your, I want to say motto, you know, what you should pursue and what you should strive for in your life, whether it be, you know, early 20s. Actually, I'll say live a little bit. We'll say late 20s, 30s, 40s, and above. Um don't want to put your age out there, but let's just say he is very, very wise. He has some years of wisdom underneath his belt. And I'm super excited that he agreed to be a guest co-host to help us um, kind of delve deep into how important it is for you to live your best life and silence that little inner voice and when it's time to. So that is what he's here for this evening. But what I want to kind of start doing is talking a little bit about the show's kind of format's going to be from here on out. Um, first and foremost, Hubby doesn't even know that I'm going to do this, but I think I want to read a little bit of a quote. Um, it kind of just helps to, you know, frame what the episode's going to be about. And you get a lot of knowledge um, in quotes. You know, people don't, don't really pay attention to them too much, but I live and die by quotes and by manifestation and really just truly taking the words of wisdom that are laid in front of us that many times we ignore many times. So really quickly, we're going to talk about, I like this quote and it's really cute because I'm going to tell you now, because it has penguins kissing on it and penguins are probably the most loyal and monogamous group out there. Um, as far as, and what are they called? They're not, they're, they're not amphibians. They're not, what are they? Wolfie? They're birds. Penguins. Okay. Yes, they're birds. In tuxedos. Okay. They're birds in tuxedos. Okay. See, this is this is what I'm talking about. This is funny. Yes, they're birds. I'm sorry. They are birds, but I thought they were like another you, you guys know what I'm trying to say. They're formal birds. Because they wear tuxedos. All right. Right. All right. They're very serious for most of the time. Yeah, so you guys are also gonna get an introduction to how my two hubbies like to, you know, team up on me and patronize me a bit, but it's okay. It's okay. Well, patronize, not patronize, but whatever. Oh my God, patronize, yes. <laughs> but it's okay, because they wouldn't know what to do with me if I weren't around to, you know, give them Fodder. topics to roast right. me off of. But yes, so the quote is, my soulmate is out there somewhere pushing a pull door. I just know it. That's so funny. That's actually funny and cute. So that was not as serious as, you know, and poignant as I was hoping, but it's cute and funny. So your soulmate is out there. You will find them. If you haven't, please believe. Don't, you know, have limited belief or don't stop believing because you'll definitely find them. I found mine and it's been 20 years. Woo, 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 woo. And you have to remember that push, unlike pull, begins with P. Yes. Yes. 
10 extra credit points to any any of our listeners that can tell us where that quote is from. I already know. Wolfie doesn't know because he doesn't know any quotes that we. I, I can agree. You can even call in and leave us a, a, a verbal or an audio message that yeah. we could actually play on the next episode with your right answer. Like, just check out anchor.fm forward slash soulmates. Yes, yes. So everyone's pretty much Googling that right now. That's right. the plan. They better be. Right. Or now. else. Right. Okay. Do it. Do it now. So we are going to jump right into the episode. Okay. I mean, last summer, what was last summer if we had to put it? Well, it was the summer of WAP, but other than that, I don't remember much about it. But. Oh, stop. Stop. Megan the Stallion. You make the Stallion. I'm sorry. Not okay. Megan. Meg the Stallion. You know. Um, I introduced you to a little too short. Don't fight the feeling. He knows, he knows a little bit. He knows a little bit. So he's shaking his head profusely like he's crazy, but I'm not. So this episode, as I mentioned, is going to be about that literal inner voice. Wolfie, if you wouldn't mind just kind of taking a moment and giving me your quick dissertation on your thoughts on the little inner voice and how it has brought you here tonight. So before we get to that, I want to push back a little and ask you, what do you think your inner voice is? I tell me tell that. me what you mean by inner voice. So that little inner voice is the voice that tells you you shouldn't do it. Um, and because of your experiences, how you grew up, your preconceived notions or those that were kind of placed into your mind because of your upbringing, um, the things that limit you from doing what you truly deep down want to do. Um, and it's just always that that kind of pushback, that inner struggle with you wanting to okay. do what you want to do and something's holding you back and saying, don't do it. And Okay, so... So that's the inner voice I have spoken with you most about over the last yeah. year. But yes. that's not your only inner voice. That's one of your inner voices. And so your primary inner voice is your survival inner voice. That's much, right. much deeper down. That's your id. That's your reptilian brain trying to communicate with you. And that's the inner voice that seriously keeps you out of trouble. And that inner voice only kicks in when you're threatened. And so, yes. so that, yeah. that, that inner voice I totally listen to. Of course. Then like you have another inner voice that doesn't have any verbal skills whatsoever, and that's your gut. And you need to listen to your gut because although it has no verbal skills and it's not going to say words in your head, it's going to cause your body to react in a physiological way. And if you don't pay attention to it, you're going to get sick or you're going to be in pain or you're going to have physical manifestations because that's all it can do. It literally is the brain in your stomach, which, by the way, that's a thing, um, that is trying to guide you in areas where cognitive skills aren't going to help you. Okay. So that's two inner voices. There's a third inner voice, which is your inner narrator. And that is the inner voice that tells you your own story back to you. And most people, their inner narrator glosses things up and makes them sound better than they are. And it's how you feel good about yourself, even when you know you didn't do your best. Your inner narrator tells the story back to you of what happened and tells it 
nicely and makes you feel good about it. And that inner voice is fine. It's not going to hurt you. And listen to it, but it's really cosmetic. But okay. the fourth inner voice that is the inner voice that you and I have talked about most mm -hmm. is, I want to call it the nagging inner voice. Okay. It's the inner voice that is the voice of wisdom from everything you've learned, whether you knew you learned it or not, that tells you, oh, no, you shouldn't do that, or no, that's not you, or no, that's fine for other people, but that's not the kind of thing you should do or you should pursue. And okay. that inner voice is not my favorite right now. I've struggled with that inner voice in the last few years, and I finally have learned to just tell it to shut the fuck up. It's like whenever it comes in and says, oh, no, whatever you're doing, don't do that, it's wrong. Yeah. And, and now I'm at the point where if, if that inner voice chides me or tries to steer me into another course of action, I immediately do the opposite of what it said. I don't care whether I even wanted to do it in the first place. If that inner voice chimes in and says, no, don't do that, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm going to do it. Because that inner voice is your taboos. It's all the taboos that were stitched into you when you were four and six and 10 and yeah. 20. It's all Which of the taboos. That as we, you know, we get our own wisdom and live our own lives, that those may not be a taboo anymore. We may see it completely different. And probably a lot of it shouldn't really be, you know, labeled as a taboo. Um, right. I'd say this voice is called like the negative Ned or the negative, you know, I don't want to say Nancy, that name's so old, like negative Nick or negative Naya right. or, you know. Um, because it, it rarely chimes in and says something positive. It never chimes in and says, go for it. No, it yeah. always is a, it, it's a cautionary voice, but it learned things from when you went to Sunday school when you were six or what you yeah. learned in kindergarten from the school system back then or from things you learned on television, from watching shows that were trying to steer you in a particular direction. Mm -hmm. It's Absolutely. it's steeped in religion. It's steeped in, in culture that might not be appropriate anymore. And do you find, I mean, I, you know, my whole purpose of having you want to talk to you about this is because I think the voice that, you know, that negative Naya, negative Nick, um, it is always. Is Nelly is Nelly an option? Negative Nelly. You know that's kind of old too. Because that's what I that's what I've heard it called. Yeah, I, that one too. Yeah, we we say here in the states, um, Nancy. Nancy. But, yeah, yeah. Okay. You can but, you can call it Nancy. Right? No, that's old. I don't like that. <laughs> um, come up with something like you know nice and new in twenty twenty one like. Uh, I don't know. Shit. I don't know. It's just an. It's. It's a. It speaks to me with a tone of authority, but what it's saying, I equate more to nagging. Yeah. And it's. It took me a long while to realize that every time it told me not to do something, and I listened to it and backed away from whatever I was going to do, I missed an opportunity. And I missed an opportunity. Did you build up regret towards that? I mean, would that did that make you once you kind of were like shut the fuck up, turn it off? Will you like, I'm not gonna have any more regrets. Let me go ahead and try X, Y, and Z, or do, you know? Absolutely, and and so 
it really became a situation where the first time I consciously said, oh, wait, that's you in a voice. I remember now, every time you tell me not to do something, I wake up in the morning and say, why didn't I do that? That might have been yeah. really en enriching or enlightening or fun or dangerous, yeah. but why yeah. didn't I do it? And the first time I remember saying, wait, you're not my friend and I'm going to do it anyway. Yeah. I was so glad I did. And it was such a wonderful thing. And every time now that my inner voice says no, and it's not that often, but yeah. every time it does, I just say, shut the fuck up inner voice. I'm going to do sure. it. So what I was um, saying before is do you always find it? I mean, it's very obvious. It's obviously something that's pleasurable. It's something that will bring you pleasure, whether it's hedonistic or whether it's, you know, not whether it's, it's normal or within a taboo or not a taboo or seen as a taboo. You know, I feel like for me, my inner voice, it's always something that would bring me pleasure. Um, do you find that that is the same case? Is that, I mean, like you said, it could be fun. It could be make you happy. It could be dangerous, but it's something of pleasure. And quite, quite know, often, because most of the taboos we have are built up from our puritanistic heritage of pleasure is evil. So many situations, it is something that ended up being pleasurable or that I didn't do that could have been pleasurable. But sometimes it's just an association, like don't talk to that person there. Yeah. That's not the kind of person you were raised to talk to. Yeah. And those are the most interesting people in the world. And so it's not always something pleasurable, but it's something. Well, it, could be, it could be because you're meeting a new person and, and have a relationship that becomes pleasurable, but not hedonistically uh, pleasurable. Um, right. And, and, and so yeah. it could be just somebody who's different from me. And mm -hmm. I grew up in a, in a fairly, I, I don't know what to even call it. The society I grew up in wasn't diverse. And everybody followed the same playbook and rule book. And all the rules of society were pretty well established. And that's not serving me right now. And so where that particular set of guidelines might have said, oh, that person doesn't look like the kind of person you should be associating with. Yes, I should. And specifically, I want to now. And when my inner voice says no, walk across the street, that's not who you should be talking to. It's like, well, now I want to talk to them. And now, yeah, you tell me no, and that makes me want to. Kind of like a teenage girl when her father says, don't date that. <laughs> that's exactly it. I've, I've become a teenage girl. Yes, yeah. I have. It's fun. We do, you know, I say we as if I'm a teenager. Right. Um, teenage girls kind of, you get to a certain point and you're like, fuck it. You guys have taught me enough. I know, you know, my hygiene's good. I know how to be a young lady. I know how to be respectful. But you know what? I'm going to go ahead and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take a few dicks and see how that works for me. <laughs> um, you know, we get there. But um, so. so the, I, I'm new at being a teenage girl. So I'll take that for, yes. <laughs> take that yes. at yes. your word. But, yes. but, yes. but it's kind of an interesting analog because teenagers assume they know everything or well, they, they honestly believe they know everything. And I know I don't know everything, but I, I do you know, know that stop telling me what to do. Yes. Yes. And you become comfortable with that. I think as you become an adult, like if most people can relate to, you know, saying, you know what, I don't have as many friends as I had when I was 20 because you really start, you know, respecting and, and being grateful for those that you have that right. know you well and that have been there for you. So then you don't have any problem with kind of cutting people out of your life. Sure. Um, you know, everybody plays a part in each chapter of your life and they may be in the first chapter through the 15th chapter, but they're not meant to be in the 16th through 
you know, right. the, you know right. the book um, right. per se. So um, I think that our relationship is definitely not that I heard of a heard a voice, but I think that um, the way that we met, if it weren't for me kind of being, you know, talkative, talkative that day, if you guys can even oh, believe that, that. That day you were talkative, just that day you I were talkative? Mean, if you could even believe, but <laughs> if I hadn't talked to you in the pool, which it's been almost a year that we've been friendly and you just told me like what three weeks ago that we had talked during the day right um i you know it would it would have been other activities or other events i think that would have maybe would have kept us you know not being friendly as close as we are right but because we were in the frame of mind to be like you know what i'm meeting who i'm meeting we're both very you know very friendly um and then i think we were both being very petty together which is probably where we jailed or right. jailed Right. And then you came to my, you know, my rescue that evening um, as I was on a little bit of fungi. Um, yes, you would. Yes, you would. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. It was awesome. But it was so it was just um, it was divine. I think it was divine intervention by the universe that you came by. Listen to me, because I, I guess I was inviting everybody to our campsite that evening. But that you came by and came by when you did. Um, and, you know, we've just hit it off. I think that night we hung out, hung out late night. I think you went back to your tent at like four. And then right. we were together the next day. And pretty much every other weekend for the yep. last year. Yep. Um, best, best friends ever since. Yes. Yeah, my hubby too. So what was there any time that the little voice were like, oh, they're not going to want to hang out with you or, you know, like once you met hubby or was there any ever time that there was ever any doubt about what this, you know, relationship would turn into? So if I play it back through my mind, um, when I got to the pool that afternoon and I saw you two across the pool and mm -hmm. I briefly scanned who was in the pool and, you know, you know what that particular venue is like and the type of people that are in the pool. And the only people I saw in the pool that were of interest to me were you two. Oh, and that yeah. and you were just the sexiest people in the pool. I, I just I'm just gonna put it out there. Mm -hmm. And oh. my inner voice started to open its mouth and I just said, don't even <laughs> don't even start. I yeah. it like it didn't even have a chance to say anything. Yeah. And I just went straight over to you and started the conversation. And you're the hardest person to start a conversation with because you never speak, you never engage strangers, you just sit there quietly, minding your own business. Just observe, just kind of, you know, just a blank stare right back at you. Right, yeah, right. Totally and you put up the hand and say, don't even talk to me. It's right, like, like I'm just be alone. I don't want to talk. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm with my hubby right now. I mean, come on, let's be honest. And he's been with me for so long, so he gets it. He definitely just kind of hangs out and he observes more, you know, so and he stepped out of the room, guys. He went to uh, go find something for us to be able to medicate. We need to roll up something here and keep this podcast going. But, um, yeah, he what most surprised me, and I'll be very honest, is that I love that he doesn't listen to his little inner voice that I think is very much steeped in him growing up in the Bay Area. Um, and what type of people you hang around and what what other people would think of him with him hanging around you know, an older not too much older but a little bit older <laughs> quite um, a bit older you know, 
Australian guy who is, you know, fast on the wit and fast with the, you know, with the, um, with the, how he responds to you. And so um, if it wasn't that they're so much alike, they probably, he may have, you know, you may have rubbed me the wrong way just based off like when he was shrooming and everything. But you guys have the same sarcastic ass personality. That, Your wit is, you know, both of that's you. That's what I think is hilarious. I, I think that's hilarious that we grew up on opposite sides of the world in completely different environments and cultures and educational systems. And yet we just have a, a warped sense of humor that meshes really well and we connect well. And if you were to, if you were to line up 50 people against the wall and, and you two were in there and I was in there and say, guess which ones are friends, mm -hmm. nobody mm -hmm. would single us out and say we're friends. At all. At all. Um, maybe they would like team you up with like a nice little Anglo-Saxon couple, you know, <laughs> that, you know, wearing a tennis outfit or something like that. They'd be like right there. Or, you know, mm -hmm. somebody holding a Tolstoy book, you know, um, they, you know, right then. But we, I mean, we immediately hit it off. You guys, like I said, same, just, sarcastic i thought me and him were sarcastic together you guys definitely take the cake um <laughs> but a genuine interest in each other too and kind of getting to know each other um, well the thing is that what's weird is that we can talk about any topic without yes. feeling self-conscious or feeling like we have to hold back and yeah. to be honest in my experience living in america there are very few american men that will be honest and and talk about anything they're all so guarded and so macho and to be able to just like have a relaxed conversation and not even filter what you're saying it's so refreshing and 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 ha asking questions you know i know there were definitely some things that you wanted to say hey i don't know if this is a tough touchy subject but you know let's not sugarcoat anything and we don't have to go into it in detail but we know the world that we were living in in the last year or two years Right. So, of course, there's topic of conversations that some people, you know, that are not people of color want to to ask. You always, you know, approach the subject in a way where it was truly that you wanted to know. It was right. never it was never, you know, white explaining. I would right. say. Um, right. It was and, never and you've both been extremely gracious in allowing me with, you know, coming at at this with so much ignorance because I grew up in a whole different country that doesn't have any of the same race issues. We got our own shit because we've done horrible things with regard to race in Australia, but they're different. And so you two have really just been very gracious in cutting me some slack because I don't know all the background. I don't know all the nuances and you just tell it as it is. And you, you allow me to just ask blunt questions. Yeah. And a lot of us, because we have a very, sarcastic humorous kind of you know personalities when sure. you say stuff and you're like wait 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 like which is one of his sayings guys so don't try to act like you guys all made it first he made it first right um but going wait what is that are you guys serious what does that mean like you really allow you allow us to be us and right. then you learn from that you know what i'm saying like we can be totally facetious and then when we're being serious though you know when to take that opportunity and be like, all right, well, they're being serious. Let me learn from what's going on right now. Unless um, I've had a little bit too much of any number of substances and then I can't tell the difference between, what, what do you call it, shade? Yes, 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 but yes. <laughs> I, think, right. I think you're being genuine and real and it catches me off guard and it's like, oh no, she's doing that thing again. Yeah, 
you're getting it. You're <laughs> getting a little. It's never towards you. It's usually other people. Yeah. Oh, correct. It's never towards me. And it's like and I thought we liked her. Now you're saying all these things about her, and it's like, yeah. no, I'm just. <laughs> and then I'll say one thing, and you're like, you're right. She gets on my nerves too. And then the three of us are just, you know, walking around late night till seven, eight o'clock in the morning. And everybody that listens knows we've talked about our resort. Um, so we that's where we met Wolfie. So yes, we are nude a majority of well, a very good majority of the time that we are together. But and I think that plays into us being able to be stripped down and transparent in many ways because hey. How much more transparent can you be? It's a little bit hard to be fake and pretentious when you don't have any clothes on. You know, very. But damn, some people there really do a good job at it. They have it. Damn. Oh, sure. If you want to know, there's some people you can ask. There's some pros at it. But um. Hey, this is Mondo. Thanks for joining us this week on Soulmates and Swingers, Little Inner Voice Part 1. Make sure you check us out next week for Soulmates and Swingers, Little Inner Voice Part 2, Wolfie 2.0. If you have any questions or any topics that you want us to cover, you can reach us at 12-I-N-N-S-A-T-I-V-A at gmail.com and also on Twitter at 12 I-N-N-S-A-T-I-B-A. Make sure you like, follow, subscribe, comment, hit all the buttons you can except for the delete button. And we'll see you next week. Hey guys, it's Sativa here with Swinging Soulmates. So I wanted to uh, drop a little bit um, of info for you. You know, during this coronation and during this uh, crazy first part of the year, you know, we've really had to pivot on what it is that we are doing in our everyday lives, especially if we want to continue, you know, to have our sanity. So I'm going to share a little bit, you know, a little something that hubby and I uh, have gotten into. And I think we're a lot of people. And if you look up the numbers, uh, the numbers have kind of grown. And that's really getting into um, appreciating webcams and webcam models. So when we first started, you know, I noticed that uh, some of the the cam models were utilizing some really cool toys. Um, and this, of course, was long distance and it was interactive with their customers. So not only did they inspire me to sign up as one, because you know I can't ever uh, can't ever beat a good hustle. Um, you know, I had to make an investment and do some research into what uh, adult sex toys would be good for camming or just would be good for regular old fun. So, what did I stumble upon? I stumbled upon the brand Lovitz, and they are one of a few interactive, um, you know, sex toy lines that have something for male and females. Really awesome. Um, let's just say Mondo really, really, really liked. Uh, testing out one of the toys and I'm sure that you and your significant other will as well or if you decide to you know be a become a cam model and you want to be able to provide that little extra oomph you know to your to your customers and to your program and your um, your private room then you definitely want to look into Lovins. really good price and then you can always become an affiliate just like your girl Sativa 
and that way you'll be able to earn some money off of what you order and what you refer to your customers um, and anybody else out there. So you guys definitely want to check it out. It's Lovins, L-O-V-E-N-S-E.com. And uh, we will go ahead and drop a, um, a code where you'll be able to get a nice little discount by utilizing our affiliate code. So thank you so much to Levins for providing the awesome products that you provide and also for providing the sponsorship. regular sexual health and wellness for anybody but more importantly kind of you know reducing the taboos that are present within um, you know POC's uh, community so this is a great company and uh, I'm an affiliate so you guys want to check you know out the products you will be able to receive a 15% discount but this is a awesome awesome company it's pleasure derived from science so you have something that is going to last a long time, something that um, helps to just facilitate a healthy you know, intimacy um, and self-intimacy um, with, of course, yourself and you know, with your partner. So I want you guys to check it out. I'm going to be sharing more about it you know, as uh, the episodes go on here. But I definitely just wanted to kind of drop a line and let you guys know, not only have I been buying things from Lovitz, but I've also been buying things from Gerotics. And, uh, you know, hit me up and I'll be more than happy to share my code, but it is going to be for 